Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. This is Church Boy Confessions, and I'm your host, Emmanuel Heke. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. I'm actually currently in Abu Dhabi, of all places. I had the blessing of taking this international trip, um, and hopefully... What it's looking like is it's going to turn into some type of unassociated vlog slash documentary. So look out for that. Um, but besides that, um, I did have to put together an archive episode this week. My apologies. But hopefully, I mean, this is probably God's will. Maybe you needed to hear this episode that's just been stored in the Church Boy Confessions archive. Um, this episode comes from a time in 2019 where I was dealing with a lot of fear and a lot of doubt. Um, ultimately, I wanted to label this episode Faith Week because that's what I needed. Um, and it ultimate, ultimately ends with a challenge for you guys to take this next week to just have crazy faith. So with that being said, I hope you guys enjoy this episode and I will check back in next week. Lord willing. Peace. Today, I want to talk about faith. Um, faith is, I mean, a topic very vague that I just said faith, but like, you know, it's a topic that I think, man, you could talk about 20, 30 a million times. I said I went from 30 to a million, but you talk about a million times and still, you know, learn something new. Um, really, because there was a week I had where at the beginning of the week, I felt, you know, the spirit telling me that, yo, you're going to have to have faith this week. Name this week the week of faith, you know. So that entire week, I literally just went by saying, you know what? I'm going to give God one week, seven days, where I'm literally not going to worry about anything. It should be how, you know, I probably approach every day. But I was going to really lay emphasis on faith this week. I like to I like to put focuses um, on each week. Like, what, what's each week's focus in my life? Sometimes the, the focus is focus, like focusing in. Sometimes it's, um, you know, letting things go um, and not holding on to things. Maybe it's, um, yeah, many different, um, many different topics. So, you know, the week I'm going to talk about was a week that I had where, you know, God challenged me and just said, have faith. So what did this week entail? This week entailed me being scared out of my mind and doubtful out of my mind. Um, you know, in this period of time, you know, I'm very confident in myself, but this week in particular definitely started to stir me up a lot of the fear inside of me. Um, you know, I like to be transparent on here, you know, so at that time, uh, there was just a lot of doubt coming from, you know, are people still, do people still care? Cause you know, you're, I'm on a college campus um, you know, sometimes you feel like a speck. Do people care about what I'm doing? Do people care about an associated? Are they, you know, learning anything from it? Are they, are they, you know, do they see anything in it? Um, and, you know, those doubts come, especially, I mean, being an entrepreneur is not all glitz and glamour. It's not, oh, you control your own destiny. Oh, I'm my own body. Yeah, 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 whatever. You know, everybody, everybody is, everybody has something they could brag about, but it's an entrepreneurial lifestyle, man. This is really, um, it's unstable. It, you know, it could be really good one week and really bad the next week. It could be you could be you could feel on the top of the world one week and then you could feel like a complete loser the next week. Um, but um, faith plays a role in all that, and especially in my life, because it keeps me consistent. It keeps me consistent in my mindset. So when things are great, I feel awesome. When things are bad, I can still feel awesome because, you know, my faith 
allows me to have a new perspective, one that's not necessarily grounded in, you know, the evidence of the things I see in front of me, um, but so much grounded in my hope for the future. So that week in particular, I wanted to get back into the gym, gym life. Man, you know, coming in as a freshman, I was literally in the gym every day and I was just bulking and getting stronger and I loved going to the gym. But, you know, sometimes, you know, the California burritos, the, the you know, there's this one chicken spot called Honey Kettle. It's amazing, actually. Um, you know, the food just starts getting to you. And then it's like, man, you know, I don't really feel like going to the gym today. And then that spirals into never going to, to the gym. Um, but, you know, I, I've had my ups and downs with the gym. My relationship with the gym has, you know, have, had ups, has its ups and downs. Um, but, you know, coming back from my trip to D.C., you know, I definitely didn't go to the gym in D.C. Um, so I really wanted to get back into the gym to have a good, you know, summer body and everything, even though, you know, I'm probably not going to be doing nothing but working all summer. Um, but, yeah, so make me making that commitment, man, you know, I just really had to stay disciplined and really have faith in myself and, you know, just really continue to be consistent each day. You know, I just wouldn't go four days a week, um, but that – Man, it was hard, as hard as that was, but I still did it, you know. Um, and even at that time, you know, I was trying to plan the second poetry jam. Excuse me, the second poetry jam. And, man, you know, so the way that goes is that I had to submit a proposal for the event um, to UCLA Res Life, right, um, which is like the housing um, board or whatever, and I don't know why, like, I was just so, I experienced a lot of doubt. I experienced a lot of fear that they would decline the, that they would decline my proposal for the event. Um, I, You know, I had the whole presentation. I told them everything about it, but I had some type of fear in me. It was like, man, they're going to decline it, you know? And I even had asked for funding because I wanted to get everybody, you know, those nice, you know, free shirts. Um, I just didn't think I was going to get any of that stuff. But lo and behold, man, come like, what was it? Wednesday, Thursday of that week. Man, I got I got the I got the event, you know, and I got the funding, too. Um, And I went to the gym every day that I went to go to. So it was a very disciplined week, you know, because a lot of times things didn't look like it was going to come to fruition. But, you know, it did. Um, But what about that time? You know, those times where things don't look like they're going to be good. You know, I've said this whole podcast is going to be this episode is going to be about faith. Right. Um, When you're in that storm, when you're in that period where it's like. God's telling you, you need to have faith, right? But you don't know the outcome from where you're at, right? Um, So that's definitely hard. It's easy for me to look back now and say, oh, yeah, you know, so that happened, that happened. That was an accomplishment. That was an accomplishment. But when I was actually in it, it was stressful. So I want to read from Hebrews chapter 12 from verse 5 to 11. Uh, the book of Hebrews is nicknamed the book of faith. So let's check this out. Hebrews 12, chapter 5. Oh, Hebrews 12, verse 5 to 11. And ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. 
For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. If ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as his sons. For what his son is, he whom the father chasteneth not. But if ye be without chastening, whereof all are partakers, then are ye bastards and not sons. <clears throat> Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which correcteth, corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and live? For they verily for a few days chastened us after their own pleasure, but he for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. Now no chastening of the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. May God bless the hearing and reading and understanding of his word. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, you know, I don't know about you, but right off the bat, that this passage definitely hit me. Um, just not despising, well, one, acknowledging the fact that God can chastise us, you know, um, man, you know, like we talk about a loving God, a loving God, a loving God, you know, love and chastise doesn't really go together in our minds, but it says it right here. He can chastise us. Some of the problems that you go through can literally be God allowing that to happen in order for you to be stronger. Um, there's another book that gives a great analogy about how, you know, God is the, the branch and we are the vines and he prunes every, um, I'm just going to butcher that. So let me just not, but the, 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 the essence of the, of the analogy was that, you know, when you prune a branch, um, it's so it can grow more, but you know, you're actually, when you prune something, you're cutting pieces off in order for the branch to grow more. Um, and that's kind of what this verse is talking about when he talks about chastising us. I like in verse six, it just goes straight to the point. You know, it says, for whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. You know, I mean, it's the chastising we're talking about here is not, you know, I don't want you to equate this to, oh, you know, that's the reason why all the terrible things happen in my life because God loves me. Hey, no, you're talking about the things that you you know. There's a difference between, you know, punishing someone and, you know, out of anger, but then actually punishing someone or chastising someone um, in order for them to grow, in order for them to learn their lesson, in order for them to become a better person. Um, and it even goes far as far to say that, you know, if you don't get chastised from God, then are you really his kid? And I love how it paints the analogy of a earthly father and God being the godly father and the earthly father. You know, you're going to raise your kid, right? And, you know, they're going to you're going to give your kid some punishments, whether you spank. Some people don't believe in spanking now, whatever, um, whether you, you know, give them time out or whether you ground them, whatever. You know, all of that is chastisement, but it's not chastisement out of, you know. Hate It's chastisement out of love, you know, if your kid came back from fighting in school or a kid came back or just doing something ridiculous because kids be doing the most kids be on the darnest things nowadays. Um, you know, you're going to, you're going to check them because you care about them. You love them. You want them to go down the right path. And I love how it laid it out straightforward in um, verse 10. Um, he does it for our profit that we might be partakers of his holiness. Um, and really the, the verse that hit home was verse 11 when it just, 
describes, you know, when I'm going through something, sometimes I feel like because I'm the Christian boy, I'm the church boy, I need to be happy all the time and I need it. And I feel like a lot of people in the church sometimes, or maybe this is just a stereotype. Let me not say a lot of people in the church. A stereotype of Christians is that, oh, these are people who act like they got it all together. Like, or, or even make some Christians may believe like, nah, I can't, you know, be emotional right now because, um, um, I'm a Christian or I should be too blessed to be stressed. But this verse says straight up in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 11 it says that when you are going through chastening it does not seem joyous and it doesn't stop there it says it does seem grievous think about that i feel like that verse alone validates so much of how we feel you know it's, it's not that I feel like too blessed to be stressed is a great quote, you know, but I feel like some people kind of uh, have twisted it to where it's like they feel like the quote is minimizing or invalidating people's stress. But stress exists. Grievousness exists, as this verse explains it. Um, But there is some encouragement behind that, too. You know, when it talks about those that, you know, go through it. You're going to yield peaceable fruit. That's what it says. Peaceable fruits of of righteousness, right? Because it's for our profit. Um, Let's talk about um, something from my past, right? So, ah, matter of fact, this one's not as deep, but I'm still going to say it because it has... It's very relevant. Um, when I first started building the website, I had zero... I had zero web design... um, um, experience. I, I, I've never built a website. Well, actually I had, I built a website in my environmental science, AP environmental science class because my teacher was being extra and he made us like make blogs or whatever on Weebly. Y'all know Weebly. Um, but besides, that's besides the point. I didn't really have actual web design experience. I didn't know what UI UX is. I didn't know what mobile optimization, search engine optimizing. I never knew any of that stuff. Right. Um, and, you know, there was a spirit that I had that 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 told me that, yo, you're going to go through a lot of trials when building this website. But every trial that you come in contact with, you will conquer. And I had that mentality the entire time. Whereas, you know, when I didn't know how to um, do SEO, I would research and, and, and I'd really I'd really not know how to do it. But then I'd research it. And then I was like, oh, you know, I still don't know how to do it because SEO is actually really complicated. Um, but then upon research, upon research, days go by, I find out, hey, there's a plugin for it. Y'all probably don't even know what I'm talking about. But bottom line is, after stressing and stressing and stressing, I kept the the faith in knowing that, hey, I'm going to get through this. And even if I wasn't keeping the faith because, you know, I was stressed out and, and just annoyed. Um, I eventually always found out what needed to happen. I use a plugin called Elementor. Um, you know, I'm 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 an expert. They should like like sponsor. I should sponsor. They should sponsor me or endorse me or something like that. No, really though, because like man, I've literally learned that all by myself. Um, heard about it, found out about it all by myself. Um, and the list goes on, man. Like, there's been times where I, I man, I was, I was so confused on how to form the navigation menus. You know, like, the top of every website where it says, you know, um, or on my website, it says stream. It says, um, 
um, podcast, uh, editorials. Well, no, it doesn't say editorials, but you you get my point. That 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 top part, man. Do you understand how hard it was for me to figure out how to put that there? That was really hard, but I did it. It happened. I probably revamped the site like three times now, so I apologize for that, honestly. But you know, there was always a problem that I that that I would identify, or a problem that would literally come to try to knock me down, and. Every last one of them has been beaten, you know? And it started with that that spirit I had in the beginning that, man, everything that I'm going to come in contact with, I'm going to beat. You know, God has given us promises. And, and I feel like, you know, when we hear that encouragement sometimes in our head that we're going to make it through, that's God. And he's kind of giving us a spoiler alert. You know, God gives us spoiler alerts. Sometimes he speaks and he says, hey, you're going to do this. And from then on, our number one job is to believe in what he said. There's actually a great story in the Bible. I think I've talked about this already. Just about how they're, you know, they're in the ship. The, the Jesus and the disciples are in the ship. And, you know, Jesus is asleep. And, you know, all this, all the storm and everything, the wind and the, and the waters go crazy. And they're crashing into the boat. And all the disciples are like, Jesus, wake up. Like, dude, do you not care that we are about to die? Jesus wakes up and just says, peace, be still. And everything, the wind and the waters stop. You know, and then everybody's just like, damn, like, okay. But the important part in all of that story was, one, the beginning, in the beginning, before Jesus even went to sleep, he said, we're going to the other side. That was Jesus' words. We're going to the other side. Um, and then when he ended up, when they ended up panicking and saying, Jesus, don't you care? And he fixed everything. He said, yo, you guys have no faith. It's like, dang, like Jesus, like, I mean, the, the boat was about to sink. At least it looked like it was about to sink. But you're telling us we ain't got no faith. What, what could faith have done in that situation when the boat is literally filled up with water? But we got to understand the definition of faith, the definition of faith you know, the whole point about faith is that you're having hope in something that there is no evidence for. You know, and it's hard. That's hard. Faith is complex. It's hard. It's 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 literally a one-syllable word, but it's so complex. It's hard. It's not easy. You know, what do you do when you see nothing that matches up with what God is telling you? What do you do when there is zero evidence that you are going to make it through? What do you do when there is zero evidence of being successful? There can be zero. There have been times where there was zero evidence that Unassociated was going to still be here in 2019. I could stop. I could quit. I could quit. Now, I love what I'm doing. Don't get me wrong. But this stuff is hard. It's hard. Like, it's not all, like, bruh, like, uh, this un- this entrepreneurship ordeal, man, like, it's not all glitz and glamour. Oh, yeah, look at me, bruh, it's hard. <laughs> but, man, I know God has given me a vision, multiple visions. God has told me, revealed to me things that I'm going to be doing in the future, and Unassociated is going to be there, and that's what's keeping me here, honestly, and my why, of course. But even, like, man, that that word. That word has been the biggest thing for me. Faith. Faith, man. We got to understand that God is always in control. And sometimes the obstacles that come towards us is really just the chastisement of God. 
But you got to remember that it's for your profit. So you can have that faith. I feel like understanding, having knowledge that God is still in control and that some some of the bad things going on is actually for your profit. I think understanding that, knowing that, having knowledge of that can breed so much faith. So I told you about my faith week. Maybe this is time for you to have your faith week. So with that being said, let's go into our confessions. I confess that you are faithful that you believe in God, that you believe in how capable of, of how how much he's capable. He is he is so big. He is so, so, so mighty. He has preeminence in all things. And you understand that and you have knowledge of that. You know that everything that comes to you works together for your good. That no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You can be cool, calm, and collected. You can be prepared. You can be carefree. You can be obedient. You can just focus on being obedient. You are a cool head. You are a cool head because you know who the Father is. You are strong. You are a child of the living God. And he loves you so much. He loves you so much. Walk in his approval. Walk in his world where he literally controls everything and bends everything to his own will in favor of you. In Jesus name. Amen. Thank you once again for tuning in to Church Boy Confessions. And we will see you. I said we like I'm not the only one in this room right now and i will see you next week by god's grace you have a wonderful week go conquer something have faith bye